Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Morning has turned to afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. But the grind carries on. Not just the grind physically, but the grind mentally. The Midday Grind. Featuring a couple of TV jockeys who've also been through the radio wars. Martin Kilcoin. I was a little lit, so I was saying whatever I wanted. And Charlie Marlowe. Our top story tonight, John Jay will be back tomorrow. Here's him getting a hit in 2012. It's the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Oh, what a time of year. What's the temperature, Chuck? What's the look. temperature right now? I'm going to guess. You didn't write it down. I'll guess 71 degrees. Oh, I think it's I think it's 76. Nothing to complain about. I don't really care what the temperature is. Hold on, hold on. All right. He's going to look it up. Three, two, but I don't really care. 78. It's kind of like when I say, hey, how are you doing, Hop? I don't really care, wow. to be honest. It's just a throwaway banter. It's an empty gesture to quote Larry David, where you never throw out an empty gesture to a Funkhauser. Because you are a rude, terrible right. person. They'll ask you for a favor. Oh, by the way. We'll get to it. We got Keith Kachuk in about 10 minutes. Kenny Wallace was at the game. Chuck was at the game. We'll get to all that. But am I a terrible person? Yes, go ahead. Okay. Can I give you a scenario and and just hear me out, okay? Is this about what happened this morning? Yes. Okay. You don't want me to tell it on here? No, you can. No. Okay. So I had to run to the post office before coming in to do the radio program. Great opportunity. Glad to be here. Exposure. Exposure in the market. <laughs> Did you wear a two fox shirt? While By the way, this a few years ago, many years ago, they brought back the Sunday sports show on Fox Two. They had gotten away from it for a couple of years, and I said, you know, we could have Bernie Miklas do some Sunday segments. I had talked to him loosely about it, and you, you give him a little something, whether it's a gift card, payment, whatever. Granted, the business has now changed in 2019, but at the time, everybody get paid a little something for their time. Yeah, you probably don't get much at all, do you? And our our <laughs> news director at the time says. Well, you tell him, he'll get exposure in the market, and people will know who he is. <laughs> and I was still relatively new back in town, and I said, um, people know who he is. That's the whole point, is we would want him on our show. TV loves paying an exposure. Yes. Which is something you can't buy anything with. It's like the TV jobs. Disagree. It's like TV jobs in Florida. They say, oh, we pay you with sunshine. It's beautiful down here. <laughs> You're broke, but it's not. You can go to the beach. You might want to pack your own lunch. You can sleep there. <laughs> yes, and you might end up on the beach living there. So it was the with one of those metal detectors trying to pick up change <laughs> so that you can afford. Hey, look, I found an old back. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, it just reminded me of that when you said exposure. So I ran into the post office, 
There's a guy and his kid, I think, and they're at the counter. Is this the same post office where years ago you parked the handicap? Now that's spot a, don't don't throw down. that out there because now you're going to be paint me as a bad person before I tell the full story here. <laughs> that's a different story. I'll put it in the podcast one day. So today I've run into the post office. There's a guy and his son, apparently at the counter. Only person at the only one guy working the counter. I'm the only one there, other than that. So I'm like, I should probably take a number. You never know. So I take a number. I'm just standing there about three five minutes. An older lady walks in, walks right past me, and stands right behind the people that are being waited on. Mm-hmm. And I thought, eh, what are you going to do? You know. Then a different worker comes up, opens a new window, and says, I can help whoever's next. And this old lady, like, charges over says, that would be me. And I, so then I'm just kind of pissed. And I said, care. listen, Gladys. And I, I said, well, actually, I think I'm next. Now, nice I got old- a radio show to get to, you old wench. Don't you understand? I'm missing the monologue for this. <laughs> so just because the attitude she was conveying, I said, well, actually, I think I'm next. And then old lady doubles down and goes, holds up her ticket and says, I've got 85. And I almost said, I don't care what your age is. I'm talking ticket numbers. Ooh, I didn't say it. That would have been good, though. But I just said, well, that's interesting. I have 84 because I had my number. And I just said, I've been standing here for about 10 minutes, pretty sure I'm next. And I went up to the counter, and the lady said, sorry about the confusion. And I said, no, no confusion. This lady was on a mission to cut. I'd be happy to help out an older woman across the street, let her cut in front of line, don't mind at all. You got an attitude, you get back in line. Sorry. Let me tell you something. Am I a terrible person? You are, but you did the right thing in this instance. Yeah. But what you did is... You didn't allow Dorothy Light Thank you. to cut in front of you, so there is going to be an STL Today letter to the editor <laughs> complaining about how mean that sports director is. Doug Vaughn. She's like, Doug Vaughn, cut, cut in front, front of me. me. Dan Seager's going to write about bad, this for Friday. I have a bad hip. <laughs> well, I was he on my, my handicap spot. <laughs> <laughs> I was on my way to dialysis, and this young ass wouldn't let me in line. No, her, her attitude ruined Carl's the whole game thing. Day and I saw no red. Old people <laughs> want credit and want things. Simply for being old. I mean, she was like... In, That's my take. I'm sorry, have you been on this earth that and long? she wanted to cut the line because she's old. She was indignant And now she it. thinks That's Danny Ainge is a huge Thank jerk. Thank you. I'm well, sorry. I've seen that Milton guy. He shouldn't... You know, they should put Charlie on anywhere. I like him better. <laughs> I like that young whippersnapper. Marlo. <laughs> He's a young guy. What's he, 37? What's he, 48? <laughs> Until so she young... finds out that Charlie kicked two old people off a flight, That's and now you know she's what? not going to be a big fan of you. People have probably heard that story, and people would do the same thing <laughs> that I did. And look, Southwest, You're if you want person. me to do the right thing, step up your voucher game. Because if you give me an $800 <laughs> voucher, I probably let the elderly couple ahead of me. Well, I'm not a big fan of yours either. Thank you. I was I very better. tired. feel better now. We are a hot country. Thank this is are. a hot White House. I want him to say that in London. When he's with like the Queen of England, just to say that. Well, you know we are. We're a hot hockey town right now. Town is buzzing. Great game. I would like to go into the room. Let's go into the room, Chuck. Coach Baruby, who, by the way, apparently was at Obi Clark's last night. Maybe a couple of uh, man sodas after the game. God bless this guy. Hanging out at the Cardinal game. He's become one of us. Here's Coach Baruby. Inside that Blues dressing room, following a four to two win, which included a Braden Shen empty netter, and yeah. Sure, they gave up a shorthanded goal, but O'Reilly had a couple. John Hamm was there. They're 4-0 when they get let in, in a uh, shorthanded Is goal. Is that like right? That. 4-0 in That's the That's a great stat. They allow it on purpose now, actually. Yeah. You have... It's kind of like how they how they purposely just like slip an extra guy, like 
let the Bruins keep a guy on when they get a penalty called on them. That way it's still five on five. So they Just win the game. Just let it happen. Series is tied. Game five is coming up on Thursday night in Boston. There will be a game six Sunday night back at Enterprise Great Center. Bounce back game, boys. <laughs> I don't know. That's what can work ethic and f-ing team hockey there tonight. Man. Just I don't know. Just the structure of our game is unbelievable with our F three or aggressiveness, hounding, uh, putting pucks in deep and on that defense. They couldn't have me. They wore them right down. And that's what you got to keep doing. We stayed out of the box. We were really good with our discipline tonight. It was excellent. After the whistles, there's no. Sh- Good stuff there. Uh, one game, let's end it. Let's enjoy it for a little bit, and then we end it and get going, okay? Meet at the plane tomorrow. You can have the day off, Schwartzy. Two o'clock. Craig bleeping Maruby. <laughs> love it. the language. You can take every a, sentence. Take him out of Philly, but you can't take the Philly out of him. Love it. What a night at the uh, Enterprise Center. And what do you want in a game? You probably want some drama, some tension. Sure, winning 5-1, 6-1 is nice. But when it's all said and done, if you've won a game that had tension, nail-biting moments, that third period, I think the whole building, instead of Bennington, do I look nervous? Yes, the whole building looked nervous to me. Fearing the worst, as fans of this franchise have done for many years. This team this year does seem different, but there's always that element in the back of your head like, oh, no, they played so well. You can't lose this game. And that basically happened where you had that sequence where it was one of the most impressive sequences of Blues hockey I've ever seen where seemingly for three, four minutes, every single player on the Blues just put a crushing hit on the Bruins and they were just attacking. Pressure, pressure. The building is rocking. The Blues get a penalty, right? Everything is going well. What happens? Shorthanded goal, and that's where probably every Blues fan been around for 52 years, are saying, are you kidding me? We just played one of the best shifts, one of the best sequences of hockey. We're crushing them. We get the power play. We allow the shorthanded goal. Oh, my God, they're going to score again and win. And the Blues again. That, that's Look, 2018-2019 St. Louis Blues, resiliency. Every single time on the radio, whatever, we've said, man, you had that moment that felt like same old Blues, right? We've said that a million times. They always flip the script. This team does. Yeah, it, Every single time. It does seem different for whatever reason. And in Bennington gives up two goals. You're like, well, yeah, he's, he's having a good game. But, God, that's still too. Then that's it. It stops. At that point, it ends up being winning hockey. He's 13-2 now after loss. Tarasenko, Bernie Federico said it last hour. He said he's been their best player during the Stanley Cup final. There was a little confusion after the game. The question was basically, I don't know if we hear the question. You hear the question. Okay, so there's a little confusion. Next to Ryan in the room, when a new guy like him comes in um, and you see how hard he works and plays the right way, how much does that rub off on you and the rest of the team? What's a rub off means? <laughs> Learn from that. Okay. Uh, I used to sit in a different spot before I was kind of like on the side kind of, and uh, you know, it was uh, kind of team decision put me in the middle and, you know. Uh, so the other players are laughing. At this I did one. not hear that. Did you think, was was he funning at all? I think he genu- genuinely was confused what the question, what the phrasing meant. Then the other guys probably started laughing a little bit just because of the term itself. Mm-hmm. But what Vla- Rob off means. Yes. Cool stats. I love Vladdy. You do. And you like the Jumbotron shot. He started the slow Thank you clap. for the rub off, Ryan. Thank you for support. They throw Vladdy up there for the Jumbotron. And it's him clapping, I think, and, and saying, let's go blues. But it's kind of such a 
it's such a corny shot. And and look, we love Vladdy, but the accent, it's it's lovable, it's cute, and he asks questions when he doesn't understand a question. And so you get the great one liners like cool stats and rub off <laughs> and uh happy Halloween, everybody. I mean, how can you not love this dude? Oh, uh, and the knock in the past was, well, you know, you can't always count on him. He's been huge this postseason. How many games have they played now? About twenty three, maybe? About fourteen and nine, maybe during this postseason run. Got eleven goals, right? That's a forty goal clip, roughly, during the regular season. He's doing his job and he's doing more than just goal scoring. And Ryan O'Reilly, I think you'll find out he is probably limited to some degree. There's something going on. We'll find out exactly what it is when the series is over, but it hasn't totally been himself, but then reemerges. And I think Frank said it was Stu Grimson who made the point when one guy seems to kind of tail off a little bit like Schwartz, here comes O'Reilly. And that's just it. They've had a great collection. The depth up and down the lines shows itself. Suncoast was a beast. Sanford was more physical than I've seen him play. There's a guy who's probably just so jacked to be playing in the Stanley cup final against his hometown team, a complete victory. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to go Mike Yo here and say everybody had a good game. One of those. Just Are you okay with that? 100%. Instead of naming, well, this guy was okay. This guy was okay. I'm happy with Sonny. I'm happy with Steiner. I like my team up and down last night. I need to see the same bleeping thing in game five. Thank you. What's great about this run is how many times have we said that was one of the greatest nights in Blues history or St. Louis sports history or that was the biggest goal in Blues history, whether it was Patty Maroon in the – in the Dallas series, or if it was Carl Gunnarsson in the overtime game, literally every single night as the Blues advance, you're adding to the greatest moments in Blues history. I mean, we're we're living this right now, and it's it's so much fun. The fact that you're guaranteed to get a game six and Charles Glenn singing again, and I mean, this ride has just been been so fun to watch and to see the city all be a part of it. And obviously, the national media is all aboard now, and and. Everybody's doing the story on Layla and Gloria and all that. It's just been an awesome two-month ride. It was not incorrect when Strickland said it. Game six against San Jose, he said, biggest game in franchise history. I think last night was the biggest game in franchise. It always is until the next one because had you lost that game, it wouldn't have been over, but history says it was. There was 27 times where the team leading 2-1 went up 3-1. In the history of the Stanley Cup Final, it's happened 27 times that way. Like a team could be up 3-0 and lose or, or be up, yeah. But winning to go up 3-1, 27 for 27, went on to win the Cup. And you're having been you know, from here and worked here for, for many years, you're a better Blues historian in terms of the greatest goals of all time. But for this year and the last couple of weeks, I mean, the Pat Maroon goal and the Carl Gunnarsson goal are both, what, are they top five in Blues history? For sure top ten. Yep. Oh, for sure. And every night you have a new top five moment happening. No, I think, and that's the joke about Frank's Open where Hoff can't, he can't redo it just yet because he's got to wait to see what the biggest moments are. All right, Big Walt says he's ready now. There's a little bit of housekeeping check. Let's also tell people about Kennelwood. Love Kennelwood Pet Resorts. Kennelwood, the destination for St. Louis pets this summer with 45 years of experience. Kennelwood knows what pets want and need. Our dog Otis loves his vacations at Kennelwood. The staff cares for Otis and his friends when they're vacationing also 24-7, 365 days a year. That is peace of mind for pet parents like myself. We love Otis. You love your pet. You want to make sure your pet is well cared for when they're away. And I know I can trust the caring staff 
at Kennelwood every time. We have been taking our dog Otis there for five years. Look no further. Book your pet's vacation at Kennelwood and enjoy your vacation knowing they're in great hands with Kennelwood Pet Resorts. Call them today and don't forget to ask about their free pet sleepover orientation. Also, Martin, you got boarding, grooming, day camp, training, invisible fence brand. We've done it all at Kennelwood Pet Resorts. All right, another example why people love Big Walt. We're at TD Garden. It's last week. I forget. I honestly forgot what day it was, but it was game two. And as an homage to Keith, I can say, what day is it? What day is it? Tuesday? I don't remember, but it was game two. He flies in that day with Barrett Jackman, but he walks down in the garden. Instead of, like, hockey people, NHL types, former players saying, hey, what's up, Keith? What's up? All these guys that work at the garden and, like, some firefighter, like, whoa, they... He is a true man of the people wherever he goes. Boston, St. Louis, O.B. Clark's, Old Warson, you name it. He is Big Walt. <laughs> Keith, how are you? I'm doing great, 2020. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I love that every time. Every and never time. great nickname. You know what? The only unfortunate thing is every time he says it now, somebody walks by, I have to re-explain it. Like Zach Choate yesterday said, what's 2020? I said, 2020. Okay. okay, I was terrible at basketball. That's the joke. And they're like, what the 20? I'm like, okay, I'll explain the whole damn thing over and again. Jesus. All right. As, as an alum, how much fun was last night? It was awesome. It really was. I mean, that place was rocking last night. We needed that win. Um, it was great for the fans. I mean, that place, you know, you see them in the, the final horn went off. Everybody's still standing there going nuts. It was just, it was great for the city. I mean, that was an incredible experience. Um, and we're back in it. Are you a nervous fan? I mean, you work for the team. You played here. You're not on the ice. But, I mean, I think at that point you're a fan that when it's 2-2, you're like, God, they've played so well. You just you can't lose this game. Are you tense watching? You know what? I try not to get too caught up in uh, being stressed. You know, I'm enjoying the moment. Um, these guys are working. They just kind of let things play out. And this team has always found a way no matter what. And that's what I love about them. They're, ne they're never out. I mean, this Boston team is playing as good as anything right now. You know, and it's going to be a grind. Now it comes down to, you know, three games, two out of three. So I have faith in the boys. That they've always come through all year since, the, you know, that midway point. And it's fun to watch. It's fun. I'm just sitting back enjoying this for the fans because they've waited a long time for this. Big Walt, it does seem like just the trademark of this team is that resiliency. Where in the playoffs, they've had a couple of just bad games, a couple 6-3 losses. And then in game three, obviously, it's 7-2. And you're just worried if this series is going to go the other way. And the fans, as you mentioned, they kind of have that same old blues, always waiting for the negative thing to happen. And every time you've had that moment in this playoffs where you go, oh, man, all of a sudden they lose 6-3, they're going to lose the next couple games, the blues come back and win that next game every single time. Well, I guess if you're going to lose, does it really matter what the score is at this point? I mean, right. you, know, you know, so you have those bad games, whatever. I mean, Boston's a good team. They've been there before their experience, but... You know what? It, it, the one thing I love about our team is our depth. You know, it's, it's different guys every night. And how good was Ryan O'Reilly last night? He really stepped up last night. And that was probably his best game of the whole playoffs. And it's just different guys. Sunquist, who was a throw-in on the trade a couple of years back. Look at him now. I mean, he's, he's, he just it's just fun. So it just, you know, if we lose, we lose. You know, it doesn't matter with that 7-3 score or 7-2 score. You know, as long as we come back, and it just, it's just resiliency from this group, and it's fun to watch. It really is. And we talked to Bernie Federico last hour. He said he thinks Tarasenko has been their best player in this Stanley Cup final. What have you seen from him? And we mention it all the time. He's been critiqued, doesn't always play a complete game, but it seems like right now he knows 
this is an opportunity of a lifetime, and he's thrown himself all over the place. Have you seen that from him? Yeah, I mean, he, he's he's uh, he's so strong. I mean, at the end of the day, he has to play against the other team's best players. They're focused on shutting him down. So, you know, it, it's, it can get difficult at times. We put so much pressure on individuals to play well, you know, and he's really stepped up his game. He had a little lull at the beginning um, in the playoffs, and then he's really taken off. He, he's... He's not. If he's not scoring, he's still engaged physically, which I love. I mean, he's so strong on pucks. I mean, obviously, you know, he can shoot the puck so well. He's finding ways to to help this team win, and that's what I love about his game right now. He's finding things to do to help his team win a Stanley Cup. Big Walt Keith Kachuk with us here, five nine to the fan, Martin and Charlie, midday grind, game five on Thursday. What would you expect? Because we've all said when the Blues have a terrible game, they come back strong. Can they put two back to back here, where you know, where it's not a disaster, where they're actually the same team we saw from one game to the next? Well, I think I think if if we see the same team that played Game Five in San Jose, we're in good shape because that I think was our best game of the playoffs. Was that Game Five in San Jose? If we can do that, we've we've shown we can play well on the road. We've already shown that we can win in Boston. You know, this is this is where you know it comes down to and. I, any other circumstance, I'd be a little nervous, but we've shown in the past that we can go in and win on the road, and I, I expect us to, to do that again. And Jordan Bennington, we no longer ask, is he going to be okay? What do you think of his game last night? And even the two goals, just, I mean, those are big, juicy rebounds, but I'm not sure he had a chance to corral either shot. Uh, without Jordan Bennington, we're not, even, we're, this, we're not even at this point. So if he lets in a bad goal, whatever this kid has been so good for us he is the reason why we're playing this team in the playoffs and the third line with maroon bozak it's now missing your guy your your is do i call him tenant your what is robert thomas is what is he he's your housemate what what should i call him i don't know what you call it lucky maybe <laughs> uh but even no, when they lose him and it, and they still they just find pieces to plug in and sanford moved up and down the line but it, it seems and losing thomas is a big blow but it doesn't seem to matter who they plug in yeah i mean i mean that is a huge blow for us because he brings so much energy so much skill and he's a big reason why that line was so successful but you lose him it's next man up and you know, um, Sanford coming in, heavy body, skates well, physical. I mean, it's nice. And Fabry the other night. I and mean, we got different guys. And that's what we're a deep physical team, and, and it's showing right now. So tough loss with Robbie, but, uh, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll be fine. I asked Frank this uh, earlier in the day. Is Jimmy O'Brien going to put on a gold-plated roof? What's he going to do with all the money when Ovi Clarks is done with this run? I mean, that place is just <laughs> printing cash. <laughs> it is. One of my favorite spots, so <laughs> no matter what, I'm still going to go there. I heard Chief was there last night. The Chief was uh, stopped by. John Ham was there. It's the place to be, isn't it? I can't confirm that. Okay. <laughs> can't confirm or deny. Right. <laughs> uh, you did play golf with Ronick the other day. i got to say, for a former Blackhawk, he's been pretty complimentary of St. Louis. Yeah, he loves it. His kind of town. You know, he's a good guy. He understands. And, uh yeah, I played golf with him the other day. I'm going to play golf with him again in a couple of days after they get back from uh, Boston. So I'm looking forward to it. Everybody's rooting. Everybody outside of Boston is rooting for the St. Louis Blues. Everybody wants this team to win. Everybody loves this city. I love this city. I'm having so much fun. And I'm, I, I'm telling you right now, I can't wait for this to be over with. This is killing me. <laughs> it's been a tough road. <laughs> 
in a lot of ways. And I, I think that I think your sentiment is correct. And Charlie brought it up last week and said, you know, the rest of the country is probably tired of seeing Boston just win championships in general. But I think in the hockey community, what you're saying is true. Even in 2016, when they finished off the Blackhawks, I remember Quenville told some Blues personnel and some of the players, hey, go ahead now, after beating the Hawks, said, go win the whole thing. I think there is that sentiment out there around the league. I don't think that's just us thinking that at St. Louis. I think that's true. Oh, it is. I mean, everybody, everybody, you know, is enjoying this ride outside of uh, St. Louis and rooting for us. And we're, we're well like guys here, so why not? Everybody hates Boston, so let's jump on that bandwagon <laughs> and, and eliminate these guys. All right, last thought. Did you see Brett Hull flying the bird? It's all over Twitter. It looked like he was – I think he was giving it to the – I said this is why people love Brett Hull. He's a Hoosier like the rest of us. Sure, he plays golf at Old Warson, but he might just be a true fan. couple of beers, couple of middle fingers. He's just like us. I didn't see that, but he, it's Holly. He can do whatever he wants. He's, he's great. All right, I'm sending you the picture. All right, Big Wall, thanks for hopping on. All right, anytime, 2020. Take care, boys. See ya. <laughs> That is a great nickname. Oh, it, next year That's is my so year. We got the true. All-Star game. Martin Kilcoyne, 2020. 2020. What else? There's a couple of other things happening in 2020. Presidential election. Cardinals will compete for a wild card in 2020. I'm predicting wow. that. No, I'm predicting yeah, that. You didn't say that in front of Will DeWitt. No, I'm predicting that. What? I'm out on a limb. Right, I'm currently sending Keith the... If you haven't seen the Brett middle finger it's, it's great you've seen it chuck haven't you absolutely plus brett hole is uh he's kissing the chinchilla i did see that afterwards you can just always tell that brett hole is having a good time i was walking down by the entrance right before the game and that's when brett hole walked out there and i saw somebody pass him the microphone and he just kind of took it with some confidence walked out there and gave everybody just a, a screaming let's go blues to get that place rocking ryan o'reilly scores what 43 seconds in Game on, baby. What a night. What a night. We'll talk more about it. Kenny Wallace was there, our friend of the show, Tuesday. So it's Tuesday, right? It is. Okay. Tuesdays with Kenny, a special blues edition. Also some NASCAR folks in the house. It was Richard Petty, Bubba Wallace were there on Saturday night. A little NASCAR tie-in with the NHL. And a reminder that Appliance Discounters now has seven. Just like Pat Maroon, it's seven. Seven area locations. Keith Kachuk, seven. I'm a numbers guy. Jersey guy. I've noticed. <laughs> big <laughs> big number seven, Big Rig, located in uh, the Maplewood-Richmond Heights area. It's on the Cleed Station. It's the Deer Creek Plaza. That's the newest appliance discounters location. So for all your appliance needs, the biggest names at the lowest prices, they've been offering that up for more than a decade now. Theappliancediscounters.com. Stop by the new location, Maplewood-Richmond Heights, offering you the art of appliance, unique Bold colors offered up there for your appliances. They're also in Fairview Heights, Illinois. That's where Albert Bell goes for all of it. You know what? With all the joking about how Pat Mahomes, apparently not only a Blues fan, which we didn't know, we, Mike Border texted yesterday and said, I saw him in Sular drinking last summer because he likes baseball. He went to a Cardinal game. So Pat Mahomes, uh, Benintendi, lives Andrew here. Andrew Benintendi lives here in the offseason. Lives here. Is that a girlfriend-wife type wife, deal? Wife is from St. Louis. So this whole Albert Bell living in the Metries, not that far fetched. Let's get Albert Bell to game six. Or maybe have Marcus Allen say, let's go Blues. Yes. I think what happens, too, is these athletes, as they're coming up through the minors, you meet a girl maybe in a small town. Are you calling St. Louis a minor league town? No, but, like, for example, Dakota Hudson lives in Kansas City, and he doesn't have any ties personally except for, I believe, his wife is from there. 
He's from Tennessee. He went to what? Mississippi State. Sure. But you meet your wife, you meet your girlfriend, all of a sudden you're living in St. Louis. If you're Andrew Benintendi, you're living in Kansas City. If you're Dakota Hudson. So Albert Bell, not a stretch. Joey Bell. Joey Bell. He could be stopping by the uh, Fairview Heights location. That's one of the seven in the area. St. Charles, South County, Baldwin. The original one is in Webster Groves on Watson. They're in the city as well. Theappliancediscounters.com. Excited for them opening store number seven. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 